Hey everyone, it is episode 51 of Griff's Brain Dump and it is me, Griff, obviously. How are you doing? I'm recording this very late on a Sunday because I've just been busy all day. I flew in from Budapest this morning. Um, I've had very limited sleep. Um, still managed to keep my voice though. Wrapped up warm. I was sensible. Had a scarf, hat, gloves, the whole shebang. Wore two layers on nights out. It was beautiful. Really matured as a human being. <laughs> I was very drunk and now I'm just recording this because you have to be consistent with podcasts right? got to put one out every week even when you just want to go to bed you got to put one out the ESN guys they do it at 4 in the morning that's a whole group of them they've got to organise themselves it's just me it's just me and I still can't organise myself to do it but I'm here I'm doing it it's going out so it's fine Oh yeah, how's your week been, people? How's it been? Did you listen to last week's podcast? It was a long one, right? So I won't make this one too long. But I had someone on there. It was Brandon Palmer. If you haven't listened to that podcast, go and check it out. I've had good feedback from lots of people about that podcast. People saying that it's very funny to have two of us on the same podcast. A lot of people said that we should actually maybe take the idea forward. Actually do a regular podcast with the two of us. Who knows? Who knows what the future holds? Who knows? But, um, yeah, how's, how's your week been? Hey? I said I've been in Bulgaria. Uh, not Bulgaria. Fucking you know, hell, we've been saying this all week. Hungary. Budapest is in Hungary. Not Bulgaria. I don't know why Bulgaria rolls off this hug. My brain doesn't want to acknowledge Hungary as a country. <laughs> well, I learned a few things on this trip. One, Hungary isn't actually that big of a country. I would have fought you to the death. To say that Hungary is bigger than the United Kingdom. It's not. It's smaller. It's smaller than Korea. It's smaller than Greece. It is a small country. I've always had in my head it was big. And do you know why? Because I was thinking of Bulgaria. <laughs> That's why. That's why. Guarantee. Tell me something about Hungary and you'll probably end up telling me something about Bulgaria. But. Very nice country. Um, obviously on the trip. You know, there's stuff that happens on the trip. It's the lads things, the stags, and what happens on tour, stays on tour, and all of that. Yeah, all of that what happens on tour, stays on tour. Except for pregnancies and STDs. So if you are going to go on tour, guys, behave yourself. All right? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but I'm totally messing. You know, it was a good tour. It was a good, uh, good laugh, good stag. And I'm really looking forward to the wedding. Because you know when two people get married... And you like both people. Like, I know the guy. And then I met the soon-to-be bride a few years after and stuff. But she's just always been around the group. So we all like her. We all love her. And they're getting married. So it's going to be a wicked day. It's going to be like a massive party, this wedding. It's going to be just great. Just just, just what you want. Because imagine going to a wedding where you don't like the person your guy or your woman's marrying. Hey. Eh? Say it's your cousin or sibling, they're marrying someone, you're just like, I fucking hate them. And when it goes to anyone who objects to this union, and there's a part of you who's just like envisioning standing up in the middle of the ceremony going, fuck this shit. <laughs> but that won't cross my mind in two weeks' time when we're at the wedding. It's going to be good. Black tie event. So, you know, I've got my uh, double-breasted tux in the wardrobe, uh, bought it over Christmas, it didn't fit me, 
Uh, could have bought a bigger size. I think I said on the podcast before, but I went, no. I will not buy a bigger size. I am the size I am. And I've just got fat over Christmas. Let me lose the weight. So within two weeks, I can, I can now fit in the jacket. It's fine. I can fit in it again. So I've got another two weeks. Just stay in shape. Start playing football again. Start going to the gym again. It's time to become a fat fuck. Right? It's so easy to do it after you get to a certain age. Rather than actually working out, you just get used to getting bigger. You just keep on buying bigger clothes. Oh, you know, I like a looser fit. And you know, it's like when you were a kid, you actually grow into your clothes. That's what happens as a man. Yeah, I don't want those t-shirts. Those t-shirts for young people. They don't fit someone my age. No. They don't fit someone your size. Lose the weight. That's if you want to lose the weight. There's nothing wrong with being bigger, all right? But me, I don't want to be. And that's just my slippery slope. It's just, if I start buying bigger clothes, then, you know, I'm just going to fill them out. But the same way, though, you can't just be wearing the same size clothes if you are actually getting bigger. Because I hate seeing that shit as well. Just because it's called slim fit, it doesn't look slim. Alright? So, that's that as well, people. But, um, but yeah, no, the plane ride was cool out there. I sat next to this couple, though. They're, like, in there. I think the guy's in his 50s. They were, they were, they were just, like, so full of life and so happy. Just talking all the way. And talking in a way that actually sounded like they were interested in what the other person was saying. And then this guy was so chipper and stuff. Started like looking at my phone screen. I was playing football manager, so nothing actually, you know, private. But that's not the point. He said, Oh, Tottenham fan, are you? I was like, What? You what, mate? You fucking what? You looking at my screen, you slag? Then I just pulled out the table to smash his face into the table. His girlfriend was crying. I was like, Eat these fucking olives. Look out the window, look away now. If your fella gets it again. And I just smash his head into the table again. Obviously this didn't happen. This, that, that, that didn't happen. I, I didn't even feel any inclination to do that. I, I, I just thought about that right now. No, he, he asked if I, <laughs> I was for Tottenham. I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, I do. And then we started talking about football for a little bit. Um, and it was, it was a nice conversation, talk to a stranger. It was totally fine. It was totally fine. And I think that's a part and parcel of being on the plane. When you're sat next to strangers, you should have some kind of little chat. Just find out who they are. I'm not one of those people who believes in fate and all that shit. Um, but, you know, I think you make your own luck in life. And if you don't talk to people who you're actually sat next to for a couple of hours, you don't have to like know their whole life, but you don't know who they are. Like You could be sat next to someone who you're meant to be sitting next to. They may tell you something. Even if it's just like a little sentence that you may take forward in your life and changes your approach to things. You never know. Or you could be sat next to a complete arsehole. <laughs> and then it would make you, you know, more inclined to pay that extra to choose your seat and sit next to one of your friends instead. You don't know how it's going to change your life. You just don't know. The one thing I hope they never bring in, though, is the ability to make calls mid-flight. I know some airlines that do it, but don't roll it out widespread. They don't want annoying like a bus is or a train when you're above ground you've got a signal. Imagine that on a plane, 14-hour flight. 
and someone's just on the phone going, oh, you all right? Yeah. I'm on the plane, ain't I? Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah, you're going holiday. Yeah. Yeah, you're going holiday, aren't we? Yeah. Australia. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now my mates out here, my auntie as well. Yeah. Go visit them. Remember them? Yeah. Just chatting away. Whole trip. Just proper cackling and laughing. You can only hear one side of the conversation, but you know the thing on the other end of the conversation is not that funny. Imagine that. So I hope they never bring in that technology. Never. I don't want it. If they do bring that, then they've got to have some kind of, you know, seating where I can just block the sound out of everyone around me. Where we're kind of in booths. That'd be fine. Maybe like a telephone box at the back of the plane. You have to just get out of your seat and go to use telephone box. Soundproof box. If you really want to make that call, get up. Get up and walk to the back of the plane. Don't sit next to me and chat shit <laughs> to your fucking family. Your family. No. I'm just ranting. I'm just ranting. I haven't really got much to say this week. Okay? I didn't want... You know, I, don't, I don't want to just like talk random stuff. I don't want this to be a really long podcast. I'm gonna keep it short this week, all right? But um, tell me what else has happened this week. Ah, I'll tell you what has happened to me this week. It's fucking bastards. So Microsoft, you pricks. OneDrive. Has anyone got a OneDrive account? That's like your online cloud backup shit. Okay, so me having um, if you have like an Outlook.com or Hotmail. Anything like that, you're part of uh, Microsoft, you get a OneDrive account. Okay, now that's always been 15 gig. It's always been 15 gigabytes of backup. Then OneDrive decided, no, the free, the for free, your account will only have a maximum of two gig. And your uh, two gig or one gig, two gig, I think. And to have 15 gig, no, you can't. You can have just 50 gig, but you have to pay like £7 a month. So something you had totally free, you're now being charged for. So what happens if you've already got over 2 gig, Darren, like you do? You have 12.43 gig of information and data in the cloud. What happens? Well, this is what happens, people. OneDrive email you saying, hey, you have to pay the amount or... You can't edit or view any of your documents. Oh. So you're now holding my own shit to ransom. Hmm. Good one. Good one, Microsoft. Good customer service. You win again, corporation. You win again. There's part of me that's thinking, like... I don't want to pay it. I don't want to make the effort to take my stuff down off the drive. What I'm going to do, I'm going to check if there's actually anything I want in there that's important. And if there's not, then guess what? They can hold it ransom. But that's the thing. When you kidnap something, do you know what? The burden's on you to keep that thing alive. Hey? You're going to threaten to delete it, are you? What if I don't care? Then what? Are we going to do then, Microsoft? No, you're going to have to keep hold of that. I know you're going to have to keep hold of it. There's got to be something in the law that says you can't just delete my shit. Am I going to read up these laws? No. 
what they probably in the terms of condi- terms and conditions that I just clicked on and said accept so I could just use your service straight away probably that's not my fault I'm the consumer customer's always right customer's always right they said no <laughs> you know I don't know I don't know but it's just bullshit absolute bullshit 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 right I'm happy about it but um, what else what is it going on this week in my life um, that's nothing I've picked up the Sun newspaper twice this week I haven't paid for it so don't worry you can, you can't you can save your fucking judgement like the guy I sat next to on the plane reading over my shoulder explaining to his Hungarian girlfriend what a red top is and how it basically means that I'm some kind of lowbrow <laughs> some lowbrow classless cretin because I'm reading the sun yet this guy literally read every page I turned just kind of just going look, look at this headline like, look, that's the kind of level of story they have in this <laughs> look at this what <laughs> What's that? Oh dear. Can't believe this is actually news. Then he would read the whole article over my shoulder. But you know, I ain't mad at him. I ain't bloody mad at him. But I did notice some I did note some great stuff in the uh, sun. Because like I said, I ain't read this shit in ages. Right? So this was Thursday because I found a newspaper on the train. Um uh, what's that? You've got like Oh that was it. This is page nine of the Sun. Trump and the porn star. Now, remember, they got rid of page three because you know they didn't want to objectify women. They want women just out there with their boobs out with fake political opinions on things. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, it'd be like Petra, 23 from Basildon says, the thing about the Brexit negotiations, they're very complex. I'm not really sure that Britain's going to get the best deal when they're exiting Europe. She never said that. <laughs> You know, she never, she never said that. way. Hey, they got rid of page three because it's object to find to women. You can still go on page three dot com, but here you go. Turn to page nine. There's a lovely picture of a woman with her boobs out. But hey, it's not on page three, so it's not sexist, is it? <laughs> not sexist at all. Um, what else was there that I spotted? Oh, I've got a bit of Davina McCall. She's got Botox. Well done. This is just great, great news. Great, great news. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, Donald Trump's IQ test, where you have to be able to positively identify a lion, a rhino, and a camel. Apparently, he did get 30 out of 30 on this. So, you know, we know that the world's in safe hands. How about that? They, um, they, obviously, they tried to um, make him seem even more stupid with this, um, with this test. They got kids to take it, right? So... Um, they've got a girl called Ruby, took it from Brighton. Um, she said, if that was this version of my sats that I need to sit in school, I'd get more than expected. It was easy. She got 30 out of 30. Well done, Ruby. And then you got Alex uh, from Catford, South London, says, it doesn't prove Trump is smart. I didn't get enough words beginning with F in one minute. Oh, so he only got 29 out of 30. All right, fair enough, kid. And then this other kid goes, uh, this is Ethan from Finchley, North London. Says the grammar and comprehension tests at my school are a thousand times harder. He got 27 out of 30. Now, Ethan, I don't think you should be so arrogant, mate. All right? Alex got one wrong. Ruby got none. Um, you got three wrong. 
So how about you get off your high horse, yeah? Hey, maybe when you get thirty out of thirty, then you can be president. But you didn't. Don't, you can't be slagging off someone's intelligence and score lower than them in the test. I don't care if you've got different expectations. I don't care if you're 11. And this guy's actually the president of the United States. That doesn't matter. I just think that, you know, you shouldn't be... You shouldn't be so up yourself. Yeah? That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not meant to be as fast at running as like Usain Bolt. I'm not going to start lording over Usain Bolt if he doesn't do well in a race. Say he's shit. When I can't run faster than him, even at his shittest, than me at my best. So, I think you need to calm yourself down, Ethan. <laughs> I'll tell you what else is in the sun, right? Let me try and find it. These dear Deidre's. Uh, wait, I thought the Metro uh, like relationship stuff was bad. The sun one is just out of this world. Next level. Right, let's read some of these. Here's a headline one. She is he, but I'm turned on. All right. Here he goes. I went home with a woman I met in a club. When she pulled off her clothes, I was staggered to see that she had all the male goods down below. Okay. Um, it was a massive surprise, but I still had a great time in bed. <laughs> Mate, you didn't have to commit. Like, any confusion? I haven't even read this, right? But any confusion this person has after is they can't deal with their own feelings. Because me, uh, if I was to take a woman back and she had a penis, that would be the end of the night. I'd be like, oh, okay. Uh, No one needs to be hit. But nor does this need to be ever spoken about again. So what you're going to do is leave. What's that? It's your house. Great. But you're still going to leave. And then I'm going to leave. And then we're going to burn this flat down. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> right. But here you guys. Um, I'm a man of 46. And I've always been straight. I was married for 24 years before getting divorced, but I never had any complaints, at least not about my performance in bed. An old mate got in touch and suggested we have a night out. I started to, We started off um, in a pub in the town, and then he suggested this gay club he knows. Uh, all right, mate, like, this is, this is just a gay man at the moment. He, just started, he hasn't really clocked that he's gay. I wasn't keen, all right, fair enough, but he told me that people of all kinds turn up there, and it's a really great atmosphere there. I agreed, and I had to admit that he was right. The whole place was buzzing, the music was great, and the vibe was amazing. I started really enjoying myself. Well, good on you. You're enjoying yourself. Why not? Let your hair down. Um, This girl started dancing with me. She looked about 35 with a beautiful smile and a huge come-to-bed eyes. So my voice broke. Come-to-bed eyes. When she asked me to buy her a drink, uh, and I knew I was in with a chance, the girl asked me back to her flat. My mate had already gone home. We jumped in a cab. As soon as we got through the doors, she was pulling my clothes off and pushed me down on her bed. She pulled down her undies, and that's when I saw what she had underneath. She was hung like a donkey, but made me feel king of the world. (laughs) Anyway, she woke me the next morning and gave me a kiss and a cup of tea. We swapped numbers, and then I went home. 
Now she texts all the time and says, let's meet again. I'm tempted, but what does that say about me? After all these years, straight, am I now turning gay? Hey, it's a fair question. Here's here's my response to this. Um, I think that uh, you shouldn't worry about it, mate. If that's what you want to do, do it. Generally, I, that's my genuine response. Like I laughed and giggled through the story because it, it's just funny to have that man's confusion. Like I'm lucky. I'm lucky that I'm I'm sure of my sexuality and society allows me to be a heterosexual man. You know. I'm born in the body I want to be born in. Never want to be a woman for even a minute. So, yeah, in those terms, in those lotteries, gender and sexuality lottery are locked in. And, mate, if you want to get with a trans person, then they're fair enough. You know? And listen, if you're bi, then you've really lucked in because, like, she might have a cracking pair of tits and a lovely penis. Like, you get both. You get both in one person. Good on you, mate. Just have, a, just have some fun, if that's what you want to do. I ain't judging you, it's your life. That's all I want to say about that. Hey? I think that's fair, I think that's fair. What, what did, shall we see what Deirdre said? Um, nah, we don't care what Deirdre said. Let's, be, <laughs> let's find another dilemma that has come into Dear Deirdre. Uh, my lovely girlfriend and I have just bought a home of our dreams but I fear we could lose it due to her ex's debts what how's this work she's getting letters from a debt collector that won 20 grand it turns out her ex tricked her into signing a guarantee oh dear tricked her into signing a guarantor eight years ago she contacted him and he said to ignore the letters as he's making the payments each month but he clearly isn't she contacted a debt collection firm but they won't talk to her as she's not the debt holder that makes no sense she tried to give them her ex's new address, but they refused to take note of it. Well, this this makes no sense. You can't be chasing me for money, but then not talk to me about the money. She just needs to get her to prove that her ex frauded her. That's it. She needs to prove that she was tricked. So there's any way she can prove. But if she can't, then Jesus Christ. You don't have to, like, I don't know, run a marathon or something. Can you do that? Do you have to register as a charity? Or could you just go, look, here's the, here's the deal. My ex is a prick. It's not a charitable cause, but we don't have 20 grand. So I am going to risk losing my nipples and my toes to get some money. So all of you guys who say you're my friends, because I'm actually going to nearly kill myself, will you give me some money in this desperate time of need? Thank you. Because I've always found it like charity stuff, innit? Oh, what's that? Cancer? Yeah, cancer's terrible. What, what do I do about it? Nothing. What's that? Oh, you're going to run, are you? How, how, 10k? All right, I'll give you some money for that then. No, no I mean, I did, I did care about cancer before, but now you're running. Oh, well, now I really care. Because before I didn't. And when you finish running, I'll stop caring again. But, you know, <laughs> it's just weird. It's a weird relationship we have with giving. People have to, like, really hurt themselves to make us give. I know. That's just my view. It's my podcast. I say what I want on it. All right, here's the other one on Dear Deirdre. Um, what, what one should go for? All right, there you go. Um, I don't get some of these. Look at this. New girl still has sex with her ex. Well, then she's not your girl. 
There you go. I just read the headline. I've solved your dilemma straight away. Let's see if there's more detail. What's written down? Uh, I've been seeing a really great girl for three months. The problem is she's still uh, seeing her ex. Mate, you're such a simp. She's 22 and she's only ever had sex with that guy. What, what about you? Is she having sex with you? Wow. Mate, like, like he's 42 and she says she'll always have feelings for him. I'm 31 and do understand that it's hard to... F- forget a first love i'm happy to wait for <laughs> for a while well but she's cheated on me with this guy and she says that she can't guarantee it won't happen again my god she is mugging the tig mate do you like hold his cock and pull it inside her for him just like you're there rubbing his balls bringing him to bring him to finish in your girl's face and being like i, I understand you two have feelings for each other i'm i'm, I'm willing to wait what's that Oh, yeah, you can't make it to dinner because you're, you're seeing him. Oh, you, you said that you wouldn't do it again. No, no, you're right, you're right. You said you couldn't promise that you wouldn't do it again. Sorry, I'm, I misheard you. Look, I totally understand. Um, Yeah, just yeah, call, call, call me when you're done. What's that? Can I pick you up from his? Um, I mean, I, I feel like taking the, the piss. What? what? No, I'm, I'm not getting angry. No, I'm not raising my voice. Right, no, all right, calm down. I'll pick you up. When... when 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 you when when will you be finished? You, you don't you don't know you. Oh, you might have a stay over and have a, a morning session as well. I, 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 just just text me. Just just keep me in the loop so I know what I'm doing. I've got stuff to do today. Like I've got to go visit my mum, but I'll I'll pull it off. I'll pull it off. I'll I'll, I'll just be waiting. I'll wait by the phone for you. All right, all right, cool. Um, have fun. All right, cheers. <laughs> this simp. Uh, what he said, of course I'm not happy with this. He's not really her ex. They were more like close friends who got drunk and had sex and shared all their innermost thoughts. Um, that sounds pretty much like an ex. I do love her. What? You love her? You've been seeing her for three months. But if I can't trust her, then what is the point, mate? What are you talking about? She ain't even your girlfriend. This is so sad to read. <laughs> and you're 31. You're older than me. Like, grow up. Seriously, you're sad. You're, you're embarrassing. That, that, that's my genuine advice for this guy. Right, let me read another one because these are actually really funny. Um, this one is, uh, I've been with my boyfriend for two years and our sex life was great to begin with, but it's now down to just once every two or three months. I ought to be perfect. I'm 29. Oh, it ought to be perfect. I'm 29 and he's 31. I've got a six-year-old son who my boyfriend adores and we've just bought our own home. But we're arguing more than ever. We're both tired and at the end of our long working days and so all I can think of is sleep. Lately, I've found I get drawn to people who give me a compliment. I never would cheat, but I can't live like this. I just talked to your man, innit? Well, I know why people try to make their life so complicated. Your life's not that complicated you're a matey boy who's you know a cuckold you've got an actual cuckold in this other dilemma you you just like compliments from other people how about compliment your boyfriend and see if he gives you one back how about that how about when he gives you a compliment you just get down on your knees and you just like you know give him some appreciation for that compliment what he'll give you more compliments Trust me. 
And I'm not saying, like, I know hashtag me too and stuff. But, you know, just maybe just force it on him a little bit. As a woman, you can do that to your guy. As a guy, you can't do it to your woman. No, just be there, just naked. Oh, you got a six-year-old running around, actually, don't do that. That will fuck up that kid. He's there running around the house. Mommy, mommy. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you don't want that. So I don't, don't, don't just be walking around the house. Maybe just get the kid to your mum. Send to your mum or dad's. Let him spend the weekend there. Just get, get spicy with your man. You've got your own house. What are you arguing about? You arguing about shitty little things or real things? Because if you argue about real things, then, you know, maybe there's a bigger problem there. And you just think your life should be perfect, so you're just ignoring it isn't. You know, you're talking about he's 31, you're 29, like that's some kind of recipe for for a great relationship. No, not really. That makes no sense. So if you're just trying to dream about your future and not actually living the actual life you're actually living, then, you know, that's probably the, the root of your problem. You see, look, I can give some good advice. I can. All right. Do what? Where are we? We're at 28. I could carry on and read some more, more Dear Deirdre. Um, but I'm not going to. I want to end this podcast because I want to go to bed. Going to keep it under half hour. So, um, listen, if you've seen online, I'm through to the quarterfinal of the Amused Moose National New Comic Awards. That's on 29th of February. If you want to get tickets, I'll put that on my website. But I tweeted about it and it's on my Facebook. So, if you want to come along to that, that'd be great. But also, in the comedy, it's called The Laughing Horse. I don't know what it is with these comedy shows where they have some words for amusement or laughter and then they have a four legged animal. So, Amused Moose and Laughing Horse. I mean, those two in national competitions so there you go all right that's the end of the podcast it's been chris brains on episode 51 so next week will be episode 52 no that isn't the year anniversary um i've done multiple episodes per week before just if you're wondering the anniversary is not until the end of february anyway that's the podcast i'm out bye